This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. Evening, all Armitage here, and I have a statement to make. I hate prog. What can you say about magic that's not been said before? What's there to do with the crystal ball but roll across the floor? No one can conjure up one as magical as you. No incantation. Brings forth a miracle like you Fly to me Clouds are billowing Fly to me Now and in my dreams Your natural wonders so what can I say about magic that's not superfluous? How can I wave a wand and make what's not right here for us? Why waste time chanting when I could simply think of you? No break of daylight could be as beautiful as you. Fly to me, clouds are billowing. Fly to me, now and in my dreams. Your natural wonders. Are that sensational to me?
You know I said that with my tongue firmly in my cheek. As with all genres, there are good and bad parts. It's just with prog, there's more bad than good. They are still joking. Or am I? That was Alan Parsons and Fly To Me, taken from his just-released new album, The Secret. It sounded more Beatle-ish than Progish. Well, it's hardly surprising, as Alan uh, was the engineer on the Get Back sessions that uh, would spawn Abbey Road and Let It Be. Did you see the photo of Mr Parsons in classic rock? It looks the spitting image of Ian McShane. Now, I first became aware of the Alan Parsons project, as it was back in 1982, when I in the Sky was released. I bet you're wondering how I heard about a prog band when I was only interested in the Damned, Motorhead and the Ramones. I shall tell you. When Virgin Records was in Croydon High Street, they used to literally dump all the old promo posters and record sleeves that had been used as uh, point of sale in the cardboard boxes onto the curb to wait uh, collection from Croydon Council. Like a record-collecting tramp, I'd go through them to see if there was anything that would adorn my bedroom wall. Well, picked up a strawberry poster... Uh, and a large cardboard pig, public image live in Tokyo, and uh, Andy Summers and Robert Fripp's I Advance Mask poster and record covers. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, I watched on Netflix, Andy Summers can't stand losing you bio. Turns out, like the rest of us, Andy thinks Sting's a cunt. Who knew? Actually, I must get I Advance Mask. Anyway, during one of my rummages, came across an Alan Parsons project, Promo LP, that... Um, had the three, same three or four tracks on each side. I've had a look, but I can't find it at the moment. Found a bunch of other interesting stuff that I will get on to later. But uh, from memory, the catalogue number, uh, there was obviously another promo uh, with the remaining songs on, which I didn't find. Got home, bunged it on, my parents hi-fi, and didn't want to hurl it across the front room. Did a bit of asking around at college the next day, and discovered, as I said, that Alan Parsons engineered a couple of Beatles albums, and Floyd's... Dark Side of the Moon, so he was okay in my book. I still hate prog, though. Here's Louise Tonight by The Risoners from their latest album, No Exit, that I cannot recommend highly enough. First thing tomorrow morning, you all need to rush down to your local record shop and order it. Or if you haven't got a record shop, it's Amazon time. <laughs>
next are Danko Jones, a band that when playing over here in dear old Blighty, their London date always clashes with a band that I've already purchased tickets to see. Well, they have the last three times I've been over. Currently, the band haven't indicated they'll be visiting our shores to support their just-released new album, A Rock Supreme, any time soon. Well, it would be new if it was just released. Anyway, I'm sure when dates are announced, I'll be otherwise engaged. Prime material for Camden Rocks, methinks. On the strength of the new album... I'll be truly gay if I do miss them, as it is rather tasty. Hopefully, somewhere like uh, Brighton will be the alternative to London. Uh, Danko Jones, the man and the band, don't stray too far from the formula that they've used since 2001's I'm Alive and On Fire album. Gritted, determined vocals that sound like Danko is either pissed off or in need of a stall softener. Dance, 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 however, does stretch Danko's upper range, and it works really well, with guitar chops that a master butcher would be jealous of. My current favourite track is Lipstick City, that Turbo Negro would be proud of. Don't need a go- 
unintentionally, when compiling this evening's playlist, I realised that the next few songs were all covers. Well, one is, technically, but it isn't. Uh, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, first up is Flat Earth, the Finnish band featuring various ex-members of him and Amorphis. I do believe I played a track from their debut album, None For One, just before Christmas. Anyway, the band have just released... As a live single, Nirvana's score. The song was recorded at Gig in Helsinki, but if no one had tagged it as such, I would have assumed, naturally, it was just a studio outtake. may shock you actually might not uh, nirvana never really did it for me never rated never mind in utri was much better as was all the demos that made up uh, the out side bootleg uh, i guess when a band so defines the genre they become very decisive see elvis the beatles and the sex pistols so when is a cover not a cover when the band that originally recorded the song decides to re-record them that's what Tank have done with a selection of tracks from the band's first four albums, Filth Hounds of Hades, Power of the Hunter, This Means War and Honour and Blood. As you know, there are currently two bands that call themselves Tank, one that features founding member, uh, bassist and vocalist Algie Ward, and the other has a long-time guitar stalwarts Mick Tucker and Cliff Evans, who uh, don't appear uh, until the uh, Honour and Blood LP. Well, actually, Mick first played on uh, This Means War. The album is called Reignition uh, and features guest musicians of Danny Filth and also Tom Angel Ripper from Sodden. I'm not sure the reason for the re-recordings. The band claim fans have been asking them to do so. I'm not so sure. I mean, Tank's back catalogue is readily available. Uh, it's on Cleopatra Records, so no wheelbarrows of cash. That was an incentive. Maybe it's just for the love. 
Yeah, a, a lot of the tracks still featuring the band's live set to this day. So maybe it's just to blow the tubes out, so to speak. Good songs, good bands, you know, what's not to like? Unless you're algae. Uh, you can tell it's newer versions, a little bit fresher, a little less Motorhead-style bass, but still retaining that early 1980s feel without going all new wave of British heavy metal revisited. From Reignition, this is, open brackets, he fell in love with a, close brackets, Stormtrooper. <laughs>
split single time that brings together Jake Star and the Delicious Fullness and the Lexington Arrows and their long delayed Gimme Dusty 7 inch. I say long delayed because I am sure I read at least a year and a half ago, if not 18 months, of its existence. Maybe that's when it was first mooted. Actually, just reading the blurb on Hidden Volume Records' Bandcamp site, it says that it has been five years in the making. As the saying goes, you can't hurry perfection. The delicious fullness relinquish their normal throat list for Catherine Wilson from the Lexington Arrows and also uh, the Hall Monitors, pushing Jake Starr into backing throat role and uh, lead tambourine. Their stab at Dusty is a Little by Little that appeared on her 1966 album, You Don't Have to Say You Love Me. On the flip, the Lexington Arrows cover the Stones' Gimme Shelter. To the best of my knowledge, Dusty never recorded Gimme Shelter. As we all know, Mary Clayton sang on the Stones version and then went on to release it in her own right. They had Billy Preston on keys and David T. Walker on guitar. Anyway, two versions of the Jake Style and Delicious Fornis and the Lexington Arrows Split single are available, 200 on milky clear vinyl, with another 100 on black. Enjoy. to Rock Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up.
of the covers I discovered whilst I was looking for that Alan Parsons promo LP. I found some really interesting forgotten stuff. Acid Rain, Sphere, White Label, Test Pressing. Slightly different artwork. One word is in a different position. Uh, some sort of Cole Porter White Label album. I have no idea who the man and woman who duet on it. As uh, I've only the catalogue number on the run out groove to go on that uh, Google has not helped me with the closest I got was a fax machine but what piqued my interest was one of those Top of the Pops compilation albums that were prevalent in the 1970s you know the ones I mean bikini clad girl on the cover Anyway, these albums contained anonymous cover versions of recent and current hit singles. Uh, the one I have featured the Pistols Pretty Vacant. It also has a fanfare for the common man on it. That the squirrel was interested in hearing, unfortunately. It's the first track on side two and is warped to buggery and is unplayable. Yeah, hang on, listen. Here it is. Hang on, hang on. And go. <laughs> see what i mean i'm only going to give you a blast of pre-vacant just to give you the gist because you know i've a shed load of stuff to still get through before the repeat version of will meadows comes crashing in in about uh, well in about 25 minutes <laughs> Played it all, anarchy. All right, I nip to the loo. You know what it's like once you start, you can't stop. It's a good job 
It's the last track on side one, with only the vaguest hint of warpness. Or was that just a faux Leiden? I have a correction to make. On last week's show, I mentioned that the Phobics were stars of a Building Society advert. Of course, me being me, I said the wrong one. It was legal in general. That's not even a Building Society. I shake my head. Tom from the aforementioned Phobics, for it was he who corrected me, also advised me on something for... Compare and contrast. I haven't done one of these for ages. Anyway, hot off playing the demons, don't forget speech marks, six pack of champagne a couple of weeks ago, Tom pointed out the similarity between it and the phobics wasted rage from their down and out in debt for DP. Let's see if this is true. First up is the defence and six-pack of champagne, which will swiftly be followed by the prosecution and the phobics and wasted rage.
what's the betting that the demons will hit like on the Facebook link to tonight's show before they realise or hear that I tend to agree with Tom. Lyrically and vocally, I don't think there could be any confusion between Matthias and Tom, but, but musically, a hint of coincidence. Anyway, you listen to it, though, two great bands. And Tom has very generously offered to lend me his personal copy of the Johnny Thunders in Cold Blood bio. Obviously, he could hear me sobbing as the book that I missed out on getting off of eBay was relisted again for 35 quid. And as it didn't sell last time, that's the figure I bid. Only for someone at the 11th hour to up it by a quid and pit me at the post. I'm sure, like me, you've read that Johnny Thunder's one-time guitaring partner, Sylvain Sylvain, is currently being treated for cancer. What really gets me is that he has had to set up a GoFundMe page to pay for his continuing care. How any civilised country in the 21st century can fail to look after the health of its people is beyond me. Every day, I appreciate the NHS. Now, on last week's show, maybe a little, um, I said that every band needed their singer to be a hybrid of Stiff Beta and Iggy Pop. Of course, if this was true, bands would be rather samey. I think he was just saying that the type of singer would suit uh, the Black Bombers. Coincidentally, I did see on the interwebs last week a Stooges digital album called I Want to Be Your Dog. That's not to be confused with the Cleopatra album of the same name. Of course, it's a compilation, and I'm pretty sure I've got everything on it already. In this day and age of streaming and playlists, I have said in the past that uh, I can't see the point of compilation albums, as you can create your own. The thing is uh, that it's your choice, whereas someone else's will widely differ to yours. So a compilation of stuff you might already have doesn't sound so stupid when you think about it like that. One of the tracks on the I Want to Be Your Dog 
album is the mono single edited version of I Feel Alright, which I haven't heard for ages. Obviously, that's all going to change right about now. hearing edited versions of songs that I'm really familiar with and suddenly you'll hear something that's not quite right you know in a good way so 10 years after Hoots Part was released the last studio album by the Wild Hearts today as in the 3rd of May future and non-rock radio UK listeners the band released Renaissance Men many cite this lineup of uh, Ginger CJ Danny and Rich as the classic Wild Hearts even if they only recorded the one album in the shape and form of the limited fan club only fishing for lucky so came out in december 1994 and not to be confused with the album of the same name that was officially released in 1996 with a different track listing and that had jeff stretfield on guitar duties and that's not even get started with the more version now as you know for me hoots part is the best album the Al wild hearts have recorded and with them playing it live in its entirety on the tour to promote it, I was compelled to drive to Portsmouth, Brighton and London to see them do it. Chances of them doing the same for the new album seem unlikely, but I live in hope. Because thanks to Mr Postman, hi Frankie, it arrived yesterday, a day early, meaning I had the whole of yesterday evening, my journey into work this morning, my journey back from work this evening, to crank it out and give it my considered opinion. Now, we've already been treated to the first track, uh, dislocated that I said uh, sounded like all the different elements from all the different Wild Hearts albums all rolled into one track two let them go got some radio played last week minus 
the shit word in let the shit filled rivers flow and the wanker in let the wankers find their own hearing the non-demo version of diagnosis I can hear the opening rifts uh, from Slade's Them Monkeys Can't Swing. And uh, the I'm Not an Animal line sounds like it'd be right at home in the Pistols' bodies. All the songs but one were written by Ginger. Uh, that one being Little Flower that I thought, upon hearing it, had Danny's writing stamp all over it. As it sounded very much like something the Yo-Yos would have recorded. Turns out CJ's the author. Do I think it's better than Hootspah at the moment? I honestly can't tell you but what i can say is that i'm already familiar with the lyrics and come next thursday i will be singing at the top of my voice to them god bless the world hearts it's been a long time coming but worth every single minute until next week take it easy <laughs>